0: And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, The David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, The David Bowers. We certainly do. Welcome aboard, everyone.
1: Another ride on the David Bowers Awards with some great indie music, some talk with some great artists. And today we have a very special feature for you. We'll get into that in a little bit, a little bit later in the show. First off, we have a returning favorite. Jenny J is back with us with a brand new tune she just released this week. It's called The Golden Hour. I'm golden hour jenny j john bon Jovial, oh, what'd you think of her new tune
0: well i gotta tell you david i am uh very impressed with it i i see a maturity in her style that we haven't seen in the past i mean by leaps and bounds the the material that she's had in the past is very good but this is up on a different level yeah and i'm so glad to hear that she's doing what she's doing now as far as the formatics of the music is concerned uh... by today's standards i can't see her cutting the mustard on a a so-called contemporary station because to be honest with you i don't even know what the hell that format consists of anymore uh... (laughs) but i can see this song doing very well on the so-called new country or stadium country formats I think it has a place there. I think it will play well, and I think it will be a hit. Now, if this were 1983, this would have been perfect on a soft contemporary station, but that doesn't exist anymore.
1: I hear you, and I agree with you about uh, her growth and maturity. It's one of the things that I enjoy about what we do is watching our artists and listening to our artists as they grow over time, and she has definitely developed and matured her Previous music has been pop at several different levels. This is more pop standard and probably crosses genres depending on your market. I could see this on some pop stations and not on others. As far as country, I'm not sure if this would play on most country stations or not, but it's an interesting conjecture. I don't think other-
0: it's going to play on a, uh, a country station as you and I know it that's playing George Jones and Tammy Wynette. Right. It's no, not going to play that. well there. Again, as I said, the stadium country, or what's called new country, which is appealing very strongly to 18 to 34 demos, yes, I can see it on that.
1: I don't disagree with you there. And uh, it would be interesting to see, to watch and see what happens with this tune. Jenny J, we are going to move on to our first guest. I want to say hello to uh, Titty Bingo, our uh, Texas rock band that provides our opening theme music every week. Salute you guys. Check them out at tittybingo.com. Also, we want to mention our friends at Rochester Free Radio in Rochester, New York, our flagship station up there, WRFZ FM 106.3 in Rochester, New York. We want to salute Steve Litbeck, Rock and Roll Rumble Show, which follows the David Bowers Awards on Saturday on Rochester Free Radio, and Armin Spins, which follows Steve's Rock and Roll Rumble on Rochester Free Radio. Check them out online at rochesterfreeradio.com. Right now, we've got to get ready for our first guest, and they will be talking to us all the way from Portugal. They call themselves non-talkers, and here's their latest hit, You Don't Remember Anymore.
2: So much- Places I'd still like to go
1: You Don't Remember Anymore. They call themselves non-talkers, and here they are. Marco, welcome aboard.
3: Hi, thank you for uh, for having us. It's a pleasure to be here. So glad to have you here, and you have someone with you today.
2: Yeah, it's me, finally. Hey. <laughs> Hello
1: there. Welcome aboard. Hello. Glad to have you. I know the last time Thanks. we talked to Marco, he said he was going to try to have you join us the next time we were, we were together, and uh, we're so happy that you could be here.
4: Yeah, so am I.
1: I kept my promise.
4: <laughs> yes, you did.
1: You are a man of your word, and we are so happy because you guys have a great sound, and we really enjoy it. And this song was a special one for you. For the folks that weren't here the last time, tell us
3: why this song is special. Yeah, this this song you don't run anymore is a song that um evita wrote for for her grandmother yeah uh talks about her relationship with her and the fact that she has the man and um yeah it's a, it's a pretty touching song beautiful but uh, very uh,
4: very emotional song it's a song that yes. really to the to the heart
1: yes it is it, it is a very very touching and very appropriate song for this day and age because this is something that is uh, unfortunately very prevalent and equally unfortunate is not that easily manageable and it is a uh it's a heartbreaker and the song is is deeply touching in that respect now what have
3: you guys been doing since the last time we spoke yeah we've been recording a new album which is out now um it's called roots it's a a very intimate album it's talks a lot about uh, relationships, especially with the the, the people that matter, matter in our lives. It's available on our website. We just released it in the physical format for now, so we want to celebrate the concept of an album as a whole, and we'll be then releasing the songs digitally uh, over the year. Okay, the album's called Roots. It's available
1: now, probably a product of, uh, at least in part, a product of the uh, pandemic and the fact that you've been restricted as far as going out and and playing
3: in public. Yeah, definitely it helped of course because we we had more time to to um, to focus in in uh, finishing the songs and uh, yeah, we just went for it. Oh yes, absolutely. And when you say it's intimate and personal,
1: I've listened to your music in the past when you've been on the show and I get the impression that when you say personal, you're talking in truth in fact about your personal
3: feelings and and things that have touched you in life exactly yeah exactly and it's like we show ourselves you know you we, we talk about how we feel towards family and and hopes for the future and it's uh, a lot about us and our experiences, uh, so it's really it really shows who the non-talkers are are at least at this stage, and yeah, that's what we want to 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 express.
4: Yeah, we 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 kind of wanted people to know who the non-talkers are, and and be as genuine as possible, and be as open as possible. So the best way for us to do that was through music.
1: And you do it well. You express yourselves very well. I know we discussed this the last time that Marco was on with us, which was, I don't remember, it was about a year ago. And uh, we discussed the fact that uh, you express your personal feelings and understandings very well. It's easy to feel and understand what you're trying to say. John Bon Jovio, you wanted to jump in here, I can tell.
0: Yes, I do want to jump in. Uh, first of all, Marco and Evita, welcome. I want to touch on you don't remember anymore now I know that we've been talking about it from the personal point of view from the the angst and uh, emotions but I want to look at it from a technical point of view this is a very melodic almost hypnotic type of song musically and I personally am into that kind of music I like that I want to know what the thought process was with you two in putting this song together. What was the metamorphosis from writing it down on paper to the final product? How many phases did it go through? Did you use any analog engineering, digital engineering? How did you put this together?
3: Regarding to the the sound of the album, everything is very analog. So we wanted to do it as organic as possible it is something that we that we really enjoy uh, the the process of creating it uh, was a bit more uh, complex it had a, a couple of turns uh, from what i remember but i think it it started like uh, Izita saying that she wanted to write a song for for her grandmother and it had to be a, a nice ballad something simple and melodic
4: yeah uh, i didn't want to have um how do you say it? A, a lot of stuff on it. How do you explain it? You know, I just it, wanted this to be to be as uh, simple as possible. The whole song. Yeah, was well,
3: that, that was uh, kind of the first idea, and uh, we tried some things out, and and then I came up with the, with the chord sequence. I have a I have this first melody already in my head, like how the song uh, starts. na 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 na. And I remember there was something about it that she said, oh, no, this song is too... How was it in the beginning? In the be... beginning, I think it was too... You thought it was too aggressive or something. Yeah. Right? And then
0: we changed key or something like that. It
3: was a
4: whole process. It was a long <laughs> time
3: ago, yeah. but.
0: There seems to be a very simplistic value to it. I don't detect a lot of overdubbing in it. It's pretty straightforward as far as the orchestration is concerned. And myself, personally, I think, that you've really hit on something for originality for something that is unique something that while it is going to affect many people emotionally i think also if it's marketed properly, you've got a hit on your hands. Awesome to hear that. We really appreciate that. I have to agree.
3: With We're glad that we, that we got to, to, to express it like yeah. we want it. That's the most important because that, that's yes, really is. what what's intended we intended to do here.
1: The next trick is getting it in front of the right people to get the plays So that more people hear it. And if you do, you will have a hit on your hands. I was reading the Rootstock write-up. And, of course, Rootstock is that music and wine festival this year will be held July 9th and 10th. Folks who are interested in those things can watch for that. And I was reading their write-up of you. They expressed it as the music breathes pop peppered with folk melodies, and these that your debut album, Pendulum of Time, includes simple songs, a blend of voices, backed by acoustic guitars, like an invitation to a world of wonders. And I think this is, this is very important, and John kind of scratched the surface on that too, the fact that you have the simple messages in simple words, and you didn't overproduce it. It's backed up very simplistically by just enough instrumentation to carry it, not to overpower it. And I, I think that's very important. You guys blend that very well. I do want to touch on something that I find is kind of related the fact that you two come from relatively different backgrounds. I know you've come from far different homes. How did you, Marco, from Portugal, and Evita from Belgium, how did you two get together? Oh, that's a long story, David. (laughs) A
4: long story. We can make like a a small, uh, how do you say?
3: Condensed version. Yeah, Yeah, telling the the story short, I I was working as um, the uh, guitar and lead singer for a 60s tribute band in the island of road in Greece and um, Evita uh, was an entertainer in one of the hotels that uh, we used to play with the band and that's how we got to know each other. But at the, at the time we were coming out from uh, hard relationships, both of us, so uh, nothing happened that we, we just met and we talked a couple of times but then after when we both went back to our own countries we started to- uh, talking over Skype and that that's when everything developed Ivita came to visit me in portugal
4: and i say she never got rid of me again
3: yeah <laughs> uh, I, tried to impress, I tried to impress her as much as possible <laughs> with portuguese food and all the, the beauty that we have here nice wine and stuff like that and i guess it worked and yeah, she stayed she but the funny funniest part was that we were already in a relationship and i had no clue that Ivita had this amazing voice it was i was really stunned by it when i heard her singing in the first time. She was just singing along to a song in the house and I was, whoa, what's going on here? What, what wh- Where does this amazing uh, voice come from? By then, then uh, I didn't have doubt. I said, oh, she has to start singing with me. We have to start doing something together.
4: And 10
3: years later, here I am. Here you it's are. A beautiful song. And you, you don't remember anymore, I have to say. Uh, is interesting because it's a very hard uh, song for Evita to sing emotionally because we had a, a live stream yesterday and she still couldn't sing it properly because she starts uh, uh, she starts crying uh, oh, with understandable. the song. You'll touch yeah. her very much. And I I, rec- I remember when she recorded it, she did, I don't know, she did loads of takes, like between 10 or 20, because she couldn't get through the song. But the sure. last take was the one that stayed in the song. It really captured all that feeling that she was go- going through. And I think that's why the performance is so great. You can really feel in, in her voice the emotions coming through. And I find it amazing myself. I don't know if other people can feel it too, but uh, I find it really awesome.
1: Well, the fact that you had that relationship long enough that you weren't aware of her vocal prowess and the fact that she was such a good singer uh, shows that the relationship was definitely strong before you developed the mutual musical relationship. And I think that's, that's just beautiful. I do understand the emotion involved and the difficulty in singing this song. And I I really have sympathy for you, Evita, and I know that it's not an easy thing to do, but you have, I think, very successfully conveyed the feeling that goes through someone who is associated with a person in this situation. You both have done a great job, and uh, Rootstock went on to say that your relaxing themes get into our inner selves and grab our soul. And I think they're absolutely right there because you have done that. Now, before we run out of time here, I do want to give you a chance to talk about the next track we're going to play, You Are My Home.
3: Yes, You, you Are my, my Home is a dedication to my mom. So my mom was uh, one of my biggest inspirations and most of all, uh, the biggest support I ever had in everything that I could do in my life. And I had to, to write a song for her, and, and that's it. It's You're my home is, 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 is this uh, dedication to my mom.
1: Well, we appreciate you coming by and sharing with us and uh, songs dedicated to both families. We appreciate you sharing the emotion with us as well as the music. We wish you all the very best, and we do hope you'll come back and see us again. Definitely.
4: Definitely.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, they call themselves non-talkers, and they let their music speak for them. Here is You Are My Home.
5: Many choices I've made over time In a big way Are down to you I was free to do whatever I wanted my life because of you First to Thrust me forward ma show.
1: themselves non-talkers, and it is specifically because they let their music do the talking for them, and we thank them so much for sharing both the music and their personal stories with us. We have our next guest standing by. Ironically, it's kind of like uh, two. our two guests this week are both coming home to the David Bowers Awards. You just heard You Are My Home by the non-talkers. We're going to bring in Linda Marks and let you listen to the title tune of her new album, Home. Thank mm-hmm. you. Linda Marks, and here she is to talk with us. Hello, Linda.
4: Hi there. It's a total pleasure to be with both of you.
1: Always a pleasure to have you here, and it's been a while since you were here last. I hope it's been a good while for you.
4: It's been a very musical while. Something about the pandemic that has inspired lots and lots of songs, so it's I'm really grateful for all the music that has been coming forth and that I've had the opportunity to start arranging. In addition to Monuments of Love and Home, my two 2021 source albums, I'm now at work on releasing two really wonderful singles. One is called Let There Be Love, which will be released on Global Love Day, May 1st. And I was asked to write a song for a documentary and a book about the unsung Delta Blues musicians. And the song and the book are called Unstrum. So that is going to be coming out soon too, as well as two albums in 2022. So I'm really, really grateful for both the space and the inspiration to create some new music.
1: Well, I'm going to resist the temptation to ask you what you do in your spare time. I <laughs> see that's four albums in a little over a year and a book as well. Amazing! You, I do, and I, I, I didn't know write the book,
4: though. The, to be fair, Diane okay. Elam wrote the book. I wrote. I just wrote a song for her book.
1: Oh, okay, well, well that makes, that gives you a little more free time to kick back during the... Uh, <laughs> amazing. You mentioned that the, the downtime gave you time to work more on music. We're getting that from just about every artist we talk to. They either intentionally used that downtime for that purpose or they found themselves with the time inspiring them to write music. As a matter of fact, we've had a couple of artists who said that it, it really... Let them be more introspective than they have in the past, and they found out that they could do different things with their music or different things with their lyrics than they have in the past. So all in all, I would say the old adage about there's a, there's a bright lining to the darkest cloud is true. There's There's good everywhere if you take the time to look for it. I'm very happy to hear that that is true for you as well. John Bon Jovial is frantically waving at me, so I know he wants to get in here and say something. John?
0: Frantically. Well, okay, I wasn't going to describe it that way, but <laughs> <laughs> it is so good to have you back with us again. It is just such a pleasure. You've been on with us several times, mm-hmm. and home, home has always been an underlying thread to a lot of your music. I want to know how... All of the elements have come together to influence you on how you write your music.
4: That's a really interesting question. A place I would start is that I'm a person who's moved to write music, so I've never been the kind who says, down here, let's go write a song. Let's write 10 songs in X amount of months. It's more a matter of something happens in the world, something happens with the people in my life, some introspective moment. Something strikes the chord within me, and that's usually what leads to a song. And if we look at the last two-plus years since the beginning of the pandemic, there's been so much happening in the world, so much happening in the lives of people close to most of us that there are so many threads to draw from. And if I look at my home album as an example, even the title song, Having Spent More Time at Home, than I have for quite a long time, working at home, playing music at home, spending time with my, my son and my partner at home and my four-legged. I was meditating on what is home, what has been it, has it been, and what is it going to become? And that's what led to the title song "Home that you just played." Some of the things that happened during the time at home include the death of um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg and that made me look into the special relationship between Ruth and her husband Marty, who in essence was the house husband and the the hospitality king once she moved up to the Supreme Court, which is a job he loved, and just how they had such an amazing balanced partnership. So Her death had me start looking at their relationship, which led to a song, Marty and Ruth, that even uses some of the words they spoke to each other as lyrics. Likewise, we have the Capitol riots, and that was something that made me think deeply on what is it like to be a child growing up right now in a pandemic world, which led to a song called Nightmare in the Capitol that's also called Through the Eyes of a Child that sort of has two titles. I know you're going to be playing Be the Light as well on the show. And that song was inspired when I heard Amanda Gorman's very poignant inaugural poem, and she made the comment about not just seeing the light, but being the light, which really struck a chord in me and realizing it was important that all of us join together. And I even envision the song as something that groups of people of all ages and backgrounds sing together someday when the world is safe enough that people can gather and sing together, and in essence, a a hymn for humanity. Those are just a few examples of ways I was touched by things happening in the world during the pandemic. And on my first pandemic album, Monuments of Love, even that title song, I found myself asking, what can we create during a pandemic? And my response was Monuments of Love. And I wrote a song called Prayers been called the pandemic anthem when a very close friend of mine went into the ICU onto a ventilator with bad COVID in April of 2020. And he was in the ICU for four whole weeks before stepped down with double pneumonia and a blood clot in his leg for three more weeks and 100 days in a rehab before going home to really rehab and just realizing there's a lot of power and prayer. And in essence, If we gather together and put that out into the world, maybe it will help people that are fighting such a hard and courageous fight. And thank God my friends made it through as a true pandemic hero. But as the time has gone on, prayers is now just as relevant for what's happening in the Ukraine. So in many ways, it was a very prescient song about the need for us to come together. And offer our prayers because many people are going through very hard times and the power of prayer is something that can uplift all of us.
1: You're mentioning the fact that things that happen in the world inspire you or move you to write a song as it does many artists. As I mentioned at the top of the show, we have something very special coming up to conclude the show today. And again, that is something that was inspired by what is obviously going on in the world today, and that is the situation over in the Ukraine. One of our past artist guests on the show, Sergei Idushkin, is from Ukraine as his band mm-hmm. was on the show, Yellow Dog. And he's going to be joining us at the end of this show with a new tune from his band and special statement. And uh, I know that everybody's going to be looking forward to that. John Bon Jovial. I know you wanted to jump in here. Well,
0: I just wanted to ask you real quick, because you made a comment just a moment ago, Linda, about the second song, Be the Light, and the fact Mm -hmm. that the inspiration for that song comes from many and varied resources. A number of years ago, back in the 70s, Debbie Boone, Pat Boone's daughter, did a song called You Light Up My Life. And I'm Mm -hmm. wondering if even maybe subconsciously, did you take some inspiration from that?
4: I wish I had thought of it. I can say sincerely no because I haven't put those two together in the same thought. It was really truly from Amanda Gorman's words about not only seeing the light but being the light. I can say though that many people say that the kind of music I write generally is uplifting and no matter what its genre has a spiritual quality to it. Even a song on home called Jasmine which is jazzy and it uses vocalize or scatting is the vocal part. People listen to that and feel uplifted and tap their feet and smile. So I think there's just a core thread in my own heart and soul to nourish people, to uplift people, whether it's with a, a really fun message or something more serious and just realizing music has a way to nourish the heart and soul and transform pain into gold so that's often where I'm writing from. Occasionally, perhaps, I'll, I'll think of some another song, but very rarely is that where I'm focused when I'm writing. What I would say is that that's really a, a more of a romantic song, whereas mine is more sort of an anthem for humanity. You know, there I do write songs like that. You know, I have a song on this album called In the Distance that is more in the spirit of You Light Up My Life because I actually met my partner, in August of 2020, in the pandemic, and in many ways, he was a vision you know made real for me and, and vice versa. So that song even incorporates some of the words he wrote into the lyrics.:
1: It's amazing the uh, the things that go into the inspiration or the motivation to write a particular song, and I love the opportunity of being able to talk to artists here and ask them. What motivated that song? And, you know, Linda, you mentioned one other thing that uh, is so true, and that is your genre crossing. One organization that you've uh, worked with, Passim, wrote that uh, your music crosses over many genres, including jazz and
4: contemporary folk. Yes, thank you. But there's a thing about us supposing having to box ourselves in genre boxes, which I've never liked it ever since I was a little kid and started writing music. So I had to pick two sort of home bases, which, of which jazz and contemporary folk are two. But one thing I love about the contemporary folk community is it often welcomes songs of many different genres. Like there are songs I write and arrange very consciously in Americana. Um, the song that I've just written for Diane Cameron Elam's book on strums is very much blues. And if you needed to put it in another box, it would be old school R&B. On the other hand, I write gospel. I write Latin so there's really no limit. And when a song comes through, it just comes through through the way it comes through. I don't sit there and say time to write a particular genre song. And it's really lovely just to have something move me and move me in a particular style. Just like when I wrote jazz. you know, it just, it just came through and it was uplifting and it is more jazzy. And I have a saxophone on it and it's fun to also have pedal steel on home, which she played earlier. So there's so many wonderful instruments, so many wonderful musicians, and different qualities touch the heartstrings in different ways.
1: Linda, we're almost out of time here, and before we do go, I want to give you a chance to tell the folks how they can find your music, follow you, get in touch with you.
4: Thank you. Well, my website is lindamarksmusic.com, and you can find lots of, all kinds of resources, and YouTube lyric videos there. My two YouTube channels, which are Linda Marks and LSM Hart, have wonderful material, including lyric videos, and I put new stuff as it comes up. I'm on every digital platform, so pick your digital platform and you'll find me. I have 10 studio albums out there and some songs. And you can always say hello by writing by email, L-S-H-E-A-R-T, L-S-M-Heart at aol.com. And I love to hear from people, and I'll always respond.
1: Thank you so much, Linda. Thank you for coming and sharing time with us, as well as your music and sharing your stories that go with them. Ladies and gentlemen, Linda Marks, here she is with Be the Light. and her new album, Home. Now you know how to find her and her music, too. We thank her so much. John Bon Jovi,
0: comments? Linda has, if anything, been consistent over the years in her message, her themes, and the methodology with which she translates her music for everybody to understand. It's a great song. It's a great feeling. Uh, I can say nothing other than congratulations to her. She... It's a home run. And now, ladies and gentlemen, as I mentioned
1: earlier, we have a very special closing for the show today. As many of you uh, regular listeners to the David Bowers Awards know, we had a band on here last year from the Ukraine. They call themselves Yellow Dog. And Sergei Ivushkin from Kharkov in the Ukraine is very involved in the situation over there, not just as a musician but in helping his people. And uh, Sergey has a message for everyone and a new song from his group, Yellow Dog. We're going to play his comments now. We will go directly into the song. So give a listen. Direct
6: from the Ukraine, here is Sergei Ivushkin. Uh, first of all, I would like to say hi to John Bonjoyle and I'd like to thank David for the opportunity to tell the people of America about what's you know, what's happening in Ukraine, and in particular my hometown, Kharkiv, where I stayed. Uh, my city is situated uh, about uh, 25 miles away from Russian border. Kharkiv uh, is also the second largest city in Ukraine, right after Kiev. It's the city of industry, the city of uh, universities. Uh, I'm sure we've been hit by Russian occupational army uh, since the very first hours. They tried to storm Kharkiv, but the city didn't fall. We didn't let them take it. So they had to retreat and they have started artillery uh, shelling and bombing upon us. And they keep doing it up until now. Uh, you know, it's hard to describe to you what people feel like uh, when they are under constant shelling and bombing. Uh, but everyone uh, who stayed in the city... They have taken the rules of the game and they keep on with courage. You know, they can scare us with bombs. Uh, People have united for the first time in many years, uh, despite their political views or languages spoken. And it's happening in every city uh, every town of our country, ironically, thanks to Putin's aggression for the real Ukraine has been born. Mm now we are one. We are whole, and uh, every Ukraine does everything in their power. It's not only you know. It's not only Ukrainian army uh, that fights Russians. It's the population, the people of Ukraine. Then I, I've been trying to get the weapon at the army r- recruitment office uh, for three days. <laughs> you know, but I was told they, that they uh, have too many recruits already. So I've united with the guys from the bar in my neighborhood, we've created our own volunteer kitchen, something like that. We collect donations, buy food, cook and deliver it to the hospitals, uh, child care facilities, or just elderly or sick people who have no ability to leave their homes. Uh, And, you know, it's very hard when you drive or walk your home streets to see them shattered with bombs and missiles, non-living streets with houses burnt and windows broken. It hurts. But you know what? They can't bring us down.
7: the light day
1: Sergei Ivushkin from the Ukraine has banned Yellow Dog, Unrealized Ambitions is the title of the track, and we thank Sergei for taking the time to share his thoughts with us in what is definitely an unpleasant situation. We really appreciate him sharing his thoughts with us so we could share with you and also remind you that should you want to help the people of the Ukraine, a direct contact is through Sergey's contact over there. The email address to contact and make arrangements to contribute to uh, whatever you can and would like to do is the letter O. Dot Vilensky, V is in Victor. I L E N. Nancy. S K Y. O. Dot Vilensky at gmail. Dot com. You too can be a part of helping the Ukraine. John Bon Jovial, I think it's time for you to take us home.
0: Yeah, David, thanks. Sergey. I just am in utter awe of this man's uh, bravery. You know, we talk a big talk here in the United States, but we've never undergone anything like what he is going through. And, you know, thoughts and prayers aren't enough action is where it's at with something like this and so i'm not going to be my usual bonjovially legendary self at the moment i'm just going to say folks you did it again you spent another hour with us we really appreciate it we're grateful for our guests today we are especially grateful for sergey agushkin and we here at the david bowers awards salute you and your comrades uh in ukraine We'll see you next week right here on the David Bowers Awards, noon Eastern on WRFZ, FM 106.3, Rochester Free Radio uh, on Saturday. And then 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific, blogtalkradio.com. So we'll see you next week right here on the David Bowers Awards.